Welcome to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, your ticket somewhere over the rainbow and down many a yellow brick rabbit hole for all royal revisionists and fans of Oz to fall down together. Today, you've landed in our Slipperhood series where we interview many of the magical folks who identify with or have stepped into the legacy of the sparkly shoes, no matter if they are silver or ruby red, in a Broadway caliber production or homemade from the heart. May Oz continue to connect us across gender identities, generations, and cultures thanks to things like recognizable gingham, and inspire our next steps today. For our first Slipperhood series guest, we have Tiffany Sutton, an actress from Northern Virginia, who is also a digital content creator who loves sharing her passions on Instagram. She is especially obsessed with all things Wizard of Oz and Disney. Normally, she is constantly frequenting Disneyland, loves to Disney bound, and has worked with Disney, being featured on Oh My Disney and Disney Style. In addition to being obsessed with Oz, she lives that Dorothy life, owning over 20 pairs of ruby red shoes and has two sweet pups named Toto and Elsa. You better work, Tiffany. Let it go. You can find Tiffany over at her Instagram at follow the yellow brick girl. Tiffany, we are so happy to have follow the yellow brick girl on down the yellow brick pods podcast. It's so exciting to talk to you. So I thought we could start with like a question that I feel like you'll have no problem answering. Can you describe to us what your ideal pair of either silver, ruby, a mesh of the two slippers would look like? Definitely would always go ruby just because my first experience with those shoes are ruby and it sparked, I swear it sparked my obsession. Like, I think that's where it came Mm. from. I think the shoes were the thing that was like, that's it. Um, My ideal pair, like personally, like design. Design it for us right now on the fly. I honestly think it would be an iteration of what my wedding shoes are. Um, okay. As much as I like the sequins, something about a bedazzled jeweled shoe with that extra sparkle, that extra like bling gets me. Like the more blinged out and the more sparkly, the better. And I think that like the bedazzled jewels gives you that bigger blinged effect. So I think I would definitely have that on my shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd probably, I need a heel. I need a yeah, heel. Yeah, like, are we talking stilettos? Like, yeah. what are we yeah. feeling? Definitely Stiletto. not stilettos because I want to wear them all day long and I know I can't okay. do that mm-hmm. in, um, uh, in a stiletto. That would probably hurt too much. But <laughs> definitely, like, a good enough heel where I have some height, but not too high where my feet are killing me after an hour. Like, my, like literally, my wedding shoes, I feel like were a great example of that I can I wore those things the entire day I never wanted I didn't even take them off until like it was time to go to bed like (laughs) I just stayed in those shoes from like the moment I put on my clothes to like the time it was time to go to bed but like I think it would have to be that and I feel like I would want a bow I didn't have a bow on my wedding shoes but I definitely would like to have a bow like Judy Garland's shoes because I do like the classic ruby red slippers but I'm not quite sure how I would design that bow. That might would ha- that might have to probably have like jewels on it too. I love this. So you have a classic. Mm. You're honoring the classic Judy Garland ruby red slippers with a little bit more blinged out magic. I am I so here so. for the bling. I think so. Like, cause you know, at this point now in our lives, you can find red sparkly shoes places. When I was a child, you could not. Like, anywhere. My mother tried, trust me. Because I only wanted to wear red shoes. She had my family, including extended family, would buy me red shoes in every size because that's all I wanted to wear. But none of them would be glittery. So um, I think the reason I have so many is because I've been making up for lost time in my childhood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so right. They were really hard to hunt down, mm-hmm. Ruby Red Slippers, yeah. back in the day. Like, it was kind of an anomaly to discover them in a store Mm -hmm. because the same thing I that's all I wanted I my Nana eventually found me a pair and like that was my (gasps) sacred pair of ruby red slippers 
I didn't get a pair just like that I saw in the store until I was probably like in high school. Got it. Yeah. Like that was the first time I was like, oh, there's some glitter shoes. Oh my God, glitter on red shoes. Wait. Oh, they made these for adults, not children. And you're right. Now they're everywhere. In yes. many different My forms. wedding shoes were glitter heels. I had oh, they're gorgeous. rose gold, um, gorgeous. like a little nod to my Dorothy gorgeous. love, but rose gold glitter heels that were Kate Spade's that I got used for like Beautiful. nothing. Beautiful. They were worn once and I got them for like, I think 70% of what the initial cost was. That's amazing. I'm considering spending money I don't have on the new Bessie Johnson like <gasps> boots. I don't know if you've seen those. Wait, but- wait, what? They are booties. This is a shoe podcast now. Today, this is all just about. They are blinged out in like jewels. Um, and they're amazing. They're sold out on the Betsy Johnson website, but they are still at other retailers. And I'm like, do I just do this? I don't have the money for them, but do I just like get these boots? Like, I think I need these boots. They're so cute. Um, and they're red. They're literally Dorothy-like booties, and they're sparkly. Okay, well, we literally this, is what, this is what I was saying last night. This is you just described my perfect pair. Oh, so you need them? Um, I'll send you the link. <laughs> bye bye, money. Oh, I'll send bye, you bye. the link because I literally think I I haven't checked recently to see if the retailer I found them out still has them. Hopefully they do. Um, but I am like I I think I need to get these. I just don't know like size-wise, if they're going to fit. If we um, support you. If they were, if they're Judy Garland size, I will never <laughs> fit. Yeah, no. I'm a six and a half, but sometimes, like, I need a seven, so it just depends. Oh, I, I'm a ten, <laughs> so there's no, there's no hope. I, oh, so yeah. you could fit those fake replicas that were going around on TikTok, because those were yeah. definitely, like, a size ten. Mm, those, those are mine. Like, those are I, I would, those are my shoes that are going around. Oh. You've seen that video, right? Yes, you showed us this video, so Tiffany, tell us about the fake ruby slippers that have oh blown gosh. up TikTok recently. Oh my god, there's this man who has a pair of, like, made, like, worn, they're very worn, but they were, like, made worn in, of like red slippers and he's trying to claim that they're like real but these things aren't even made accurately they don't even look like the real pair. Like, if you're gonna make i've seen people make replicas that yeah look, look real like the real deal right he didn't even try <laughs> he said size 10 <laughs> they're not even like in his like shoe like they don't even look like the 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 shape they're like size 10 i'm like dude he did not try because there if you want to if you want to copy the info is out there you can find out yeah. there are people who make such good replicas out there like so good i'm just like you really didn't try i was like did you make these or did you actually pay someone to make you these inaccurate things that you want to pass off as real it's so bad and then it got to the point where like people who don't know because you know there's people who aren't in the oz community that don't know much don't about know. they kept sending it to me and i'm like why are you sending me this and they were like he's got the shoes and i'm like no he fucking doesn't <laughs> inaccurate and i made a story because i was like i can't handle another person sending me this tiktok like i can't do it anymore that is disrespectful it was so the disrespect that's the audacity that's what i want the audacity and the disrespect i am with you i need you to make a tiktok in response to everyone saying the audacity like that what is it it's the one that's always like doom 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 boom boom and it goes into like (laughs) let me tell you what's really real yes Yes. Let's talk about these shoes. They're I'm the gonna, wrong size. I'm going to need this. Post. I need that. I need like a reactionary. That would be so down. funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, this this is actually great. It's just giving you more content. That's true. I, let <laughs> That's me just true. write this stuff down. I need to do it. You guys are in the Facebook group, right? Like the Oz Collectors Unite Facebook group, I think group, so. Right? We're like we're not couple, Facebook. But yeah, we're not big Facebook We don't really people. do much. Th- that got posted in there and outrage. Outrage! <laughs> I, oh, I need to see that. And the outrage it caused in that Facebook group, like the ripple effect of outrage. Everyone was like, I'm going on there right now. And then they were like coming back being like, he blocked me. He blocked me because oh I gosh. called him out. He was like blocking people and like he was blocking people and everybody was going on there like, let me tell you why these are fake. Like everyone was. <laughs> the page like explodes. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen. What was like, that man thinking? 
thing. Listen, we have to take care of our Oz. It's weird that you really thought you could get away with it, knowing that there are so many people out there who can easily debunk your lies. Not going to go well. Well, I'm glad you debunked him. So thank you for doing that that um, dirty work <laughs> on the TikTok. Oh my gosh. I had to because like, like you said, people aren't on Facebook and not everyone's in that group. So like everyone in the group knew it was fake. But like so many people that I know were just like, look it. I'm like, those are like size nine shoes. <laughs> That's just not it. It's not it. I could buy them though off of him because they would fit me. So I yeah. Tiffany, could you tell us a little bit more about why, how you identify with Dorothy? And like, I like it, you could hear it already. There's such a passion for like the aesthetic and like the power I could feel it already gives you too and like the beauty to that which is really cool but tell us a little bit more about your origin story with like this identity that yes I literally my I had to go back to my mom because it's been with me since I can remember my mom said she showed me the movie since I was like when I was two and I latched on like so quickly and I she doesn't know like we can't pinpoint what it was I think it might have been the shoes I don't know if it was like the I don't know the shoes the Toto I was always I always wanted <laughs> the a dog Toto. The, Toto. <laughs> the Toto and the shoes I don't know but my whole life this has just been it my mother told me this story when I was three years old we were in an elevator <laughs> and somebody asked me they were like oh you're such a pretty little girl what's your name and I said Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Stop. Stop. And my mom was like, now tell him your real name. And I was like, Tiffany Lene Sutton. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. But my mom was like, you told people your name was Dorothy Gale from Kansas. We thought you'd grow out of it. You did not. Um, You are still the same person you've been since you were two, three years old. She like, because I had to get the stories around because I don't remember. Like, it goes so back in my life that I, I don't even remember doing that stuff. She's like, yeah, you, you'll see pictures of me in like sweatsuits, like little, you know, like in the eighties, you'd wear those matching like sweatsuits, like sweatshirts and sweatpants. And like, they'd be like gray or whatever. And I'd have on my little like patent leather red shoes. My mom's like, we couldn't get them off you. You only wore your patent leather. We'd be like, don't you want to wear tennis shoes? And be like her patent leather red shoes with the little buckle. Like that's all I'd wear. Um, I remember they took me to Six Flags and I was three. Like we lived in New York at the time in um, West Point. And so we would go to Six Flags, New Jersey, the best Six Flags. Yes, yes, yes. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. (laughs) Yeah. And so they would like take me to like the Looney Tunes area because I was three and my sister was like in high school. So she like went off. But I remember like I saw pictures of them and I'm wearing like a blue dress and my red little patent leather shoes. My mom was like, we couldn't pick like we couldn't put anything else on you. Oh my oh gosh! My and you were God. already, you were already. I was three doing, years like, old, and like you were doing your own casual approach to like <laughs> I'm going to embody Dorothy Gale and what I have in the in the clothing I yes! have, which is so cool because this is how we got introduced to you is through like Disney bounding, which you had to explain to us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is Disney bounding? Like how, like, this is something that is still very important to you. Can you tell us yeah. more about like what you do now yes. as a Disney bound? Tell us everything. So Disney bounding is something that Disney lovers do that has to do with fashion where you basically like use your own clothing and your own fashion style and you dress like a Disney character. It's not cosplay and it's not closet closet cosplay because even closet cosplay is like something that needs to be accurate to what, what does that the costume mean? looks like closet cosplays when you kind of like make a costume out of your closet so you would basically put clothing together but it would still emulate the costume of whatever oh, okay. character it's more accurate. So you would use like closet items to make accurate pieces that look exactly like the outfit. So like it would still emulate a cosplay, but it's just something you put together out of your closet. Like one time I went to a um LA Comic-Con and I dressed as April O'Neil from the 19 no, from the 2012 Ninja Turtle cartoon and I put together a closet cosplay with it because I had all those pieces like in my closet and it looked exactly like the costume like she wears these shoes and I have like these Ugg boots that looked identical to her shoes and then like these um socks like the you know those um knee socks with the like three stripes on them 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know like what they're called, but she has those. I had that. And then she wears like tights with shorts and like a yellow t-shirt. And I had all of that. And I'm like, and then she had like a headband and a yellow headband. And I had that too. And I wore my hair to the side like hers. And it was just an exact cosplay of her outfit, but it was from my closet. So it was a closet cosplay, but I looked identical to her. Disney bounding is not exactly that. It is using color palettes, like color blocking. It's like using color blocking to emulate a character, but it doesn't have to be exact. Like you could be Snow White with pants on and, you know, you could be wearing like yellow pants and like a blue shirt or you don't even have to make it the exact same blocking where it's like a yellow bottom. You could move the colors around where maybe your pants are blue and your top is yellow. It doesn't have to be an exact replica of it it's literally your own style what you feel good in how you put it together creatively but it's using the character's color so it's mainly color blocking and not as much an exact replica yeah I love that there's so much room for creativity with there's so much room for creativity and that's why I love it because you can have 10 people do the exact same character and it will look completely different Every time. Can you tell us, like, what a Dorothy um, bound would look like for you if you were to make one? For me, it's always gingham. I always have to have some kind of blue gingham or blue plaid. But I love putting together random Disney Dorothy Disney bounds. I love it um, because I like to try to do it with different types of gingham outfits. My dream gingham outfit would be a romper i still haven't found one that i like me neither but i want a romper a blue gingham romper that i like want like that i just like i want to live in it um i haven't found one yet but i have um done pants i had like a i had one outfit that was like big wide pants that were flowy that kind of looked like a skirt unless i spread my legs and like they're pants you know those like (laughs) pants that look like skirts but they're really like pants and then it had like a little um crop top to go with it um it was like a bandeau top because there was no sleeves or anything and I that was one of my favorite Dorothy like outfits I put together and it was like a gingham top and bottom two-piece um and I've also done a bunch of fun ones with my roller skates because like 80s roller skate Dorothy why not since I spent two months making those roller skates you made them yeah no one makes those roll. You can't buy. You can't buy <laughs> ruby red roller skates. Okay, wait. Hold on. Okay. She's getting them. Everyone stand I- by. Stand by. <laughs> there she, she goes. Is She's marching. She's <gasps> marching. She has ruby red oh, roller skates. My whole life, I've wanted my own roller skates. So these roller skates were white. I bought plain white roller skates. They came with pink wheels and like a pink toe stop. Okay, uh, okay. I took the the roller skates. I like stripped. I like put like I guess acetone and like stripped the white part um, as much as I could because you know they put like a, a shiny like a coating on it. So I tried to take the coating off. I painted these skates red. I painted this part red as well. These were white, and this and like the little like. Parts that the shoelaces go in were white also. So, like, all that got painted. And then I um, got these wheels from the roller rink that I bought them from. I got this toe stop. I was like, I need red wheels. I need a red toe stop. And I need red laces. And they gave me all those. And then I got jewels. I consulted my friend who's, like, a crafter. She always, like, blings out things. And I'm like, I need help finding the right type of, like, diamonds for this what do you call them they're not studs like rhinestones rhinestones yes and so she gave me like the size she was like if you get smaller rhinestones they will be more bling than if you have big ones she was like but it will take you forever to put individual things and i was like you know what like i'm going for it it's quarantine we're not going anywhere like, i did this this was like my quarantine project i was like we might as well do it right and she was like you'll cover because with the bigger ones you can't cover as much space on the shoe so there'll be more gaps if you have bigger rhinestones so i was right. like okay i'll do the small ones i hand 
glued every single are one of these rhinestones. You are you serious? MGM costume shop with employee. like hot glue. I used um no, there's like a glue you use when you rhinestone. Um, rhinestone not glue. hot glue, not um, and not um like. What is super glue? You don't use that either. It's like a um, royalty glue. Royalty like, rhinestone I glue. With, I only work with rhinestones. <laughs> I'm not okay. This is an amazing tutorial for anyone listening wanting to <laughs> transform a pair of rollers. Anyone who rhinestones can tell you that you use like E6000 glue. So I just use that. It took me two months to do two this. Two months. And like how long would you spend per day? Oh my god hours. Like sometimes it would be like the entire day. I'd be there. I'm like alright I guess it's time to like get started with these skates. And it'd be like 10am and I'd be just sitting I was like sitting at the bar counter in my kitchen right here and I would just be sitting there staring at the TV which is like on the other side all day long watching like different shows while I'm like bedazzling this one, one by one and that's only one shoe yes it took me for once i finished one shoe i was like oh god i have to do this a second time do it all over again tiffany those are gorgeous i saw them on your insta i just assumed you bought them no i was like i'm not pay- i because i there are people that bedazzle like skates but they don't look like that they use like the bigger ones and i was like this is quarantine i don't have anything else to do right now i'm just gonna like make them and have some pride in them i'm like these are gonna be mine like i made them i did this they're unique to me i've always wanted my own roller skates but i didn't want i was like but i don't want them if they're not dorothy's shoes i'm obsessed well speaking of like quarantine we're coming out of this pandemic i mean the cdc literally just said we can stop wearing masks if we're vaccinated yes where we're at how do you feel like you return to the Wizard of Oz in this specific time? Like, I want to go back to the Land of Oz, like the theme park. I want to go back. And I'm trying to convince Dan to, like, let's go back. Oh, my God. Have you been? You've yeah. been? Yeah. I went right before. I went in 2019. Listen. Listen. I went for the 80th anniversary. <gasps> this is a dream of mine because I almost got married there. And by almost, I mean I brought it up. And Dan was like, no. <laughs> we are the same. We are the same. Did the same. I went to my man of honor and I was like, I would like to have my bachelorette party at the Land of Oz. And he was like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> we are not doing this. I'm not taking a bunch of girls in a road trip up into like the mountains of the Carolinas. This is absolutely insane to some abandoned park. He's like, no. <laughs> okay. So I was like, I was like, I really want to get married here. I saw somebody get married there, and I was like, well, this is my wedding. This is what I want to do. I saw those pictures, too. Yeah, I was like, this is it. But then the logistics. Okay, so I'm from Northern Virginia. That is where I'm from. That's where my parents still reside in that house. Like, I go home to Virginia. So in my head, I'm like, I could drive to North Carolina from Virginia. No problem. It would be easy for my family to get there. We could just all, they could drive. It'll be a lot easier than coming to California. Like my logistics in my brain. We looked at my mom, like pulled out a map because my mom's very good at directions. but She like can read a roadmap. Like she can just, she pulled out the roadmap was like, all right, so this is where we are. This is where this is. This is a seven hour drive. from. I know, I know. It's not close. I was like, what? I was like, North Carolina is only like four hours from us. She was like, yeah, that's the North Carolina Virginia line. This is in Tennessee. And I was like, oh, (laughs) she's like, it's in the mountains. And we were like doing the logistics. And I was like, how do you plan a wedding seven hours away from where your home base is? But you live in California. (laughs) Destination wedding. Destination wedding, girl. (laughs) I mean, yes. But like how stressful is that as a bride to have to do that to get there? Because I also want to tell you, I went and the closest airport that is a lo- oh, yeah. logical airport is still two hours yeah. away yeah, from that location. That is hard. So you have to be committed to flying into a hotel, I mean, into the airport and then still drive two hours. Right. Yeah, you're, you're dragging around some family members. Like, come like, on. What? Come on. <laughs> it's not like you can land in that town. There, There is no airports. It's two hours away in all the directions. Oh. Like, you're going to return, you think, this summer? Is that what you're thinking? Well, not this summer because if you're going to go, there's no reason to go unless you're going to Autumn at Oz because that is the magic. That is the magic. So in 2019, I finally convinced Dan we should go. My mom had airline points. So they were like, you can have them. And I was like, excellent. 
one huge obstacle down was the flight. Because I was like, no, we don't have to pay. So we got the flight. And then the hotels, hello, it's North Carolina. Nothing's that expensive over there. So we were like, cool, hotels are nice and cheap. That's fine. And then, like, the tickets aren't even that bad. It's not like trying to go to Disneyland or anything. So it's like, it's like, okay, we can do this. We can totally make a weekend out of this. So he was like, fine, let's do it. You've been talking about this since forever. You want to get married here. This will be like an ex- a belated anniversary trip. And I was like, perfect. Our anniversary is in August. We went in September. Perfect. You know? So we <laughs> planned it out. We got a rental car. Obviously, you have to. And we drove those two hours to our hotel. And we spent the weekend at Autumn at Oz. And when I tell you it was the most magical freaking experience, I thought I was going to, like, walk around and just look at this defunct theme park. I didn't realize that they were going to put on a whole experience from start to finish. I didn't think I was going to get like this magic. It was magic. Okay. Like you get there, they map out like the whole movie for you. So you go, you go up the, well, first of all, you go in this like area and they've got like tents and stuff and different people like selling crafts and you get on a bus and they take you up the mountain. And you go up the mountain and then you start in Kansas. Like they give you a whole journey. And in Kansas, you meet Miss Gulch, you meet Professor uh, Marvel, you meet like um, the, the handyman, like Hank and all them. Like, and they're doing like a little show. Like they do like a show and Dorothy's there with Toto and they talk about Miss Gulch and Toto like barks and growls at the right time. When they like speak of Miss Gulch, like this dog is trained. Then she walks and she's like, have you seen, I forget what she asked me, but she was like, talk to us, walks through the crowd and goes and sings somewhere over the rainbow. Then she like goes and walks to Professor Marvel and he, they, they do his spiel and the show kind of ends. And then you like line up and go into Auntie M's house and Auntie M's house is set up all nice, like the cabin. And you go past like Dorothy's room and like the living room, and then you go down in the basement, and the basement is the cyclone. Like they have it black, it's, so cute. it's like black light, and they've got like projections, and it's like we must be up inside the cyclone. And you're like in the cyclone, and then when you come out the bottom of the basement, the house is tilted, completely tilted. So you're like at a tilt, everything's fallen over and like knocked over and. Like, the house had been dropped. So you're, like, in the house, like, trying to maneuver, like, sideways to get out. When you get out, you're in Munchkin Land. When you, like, come out the other end, you're in Munchkin Land. The legs are, like, under the house. The witch pops out and is, like, where is, you know, Dorothy? And then Glinda's down there and there's a yellow brick road. And when I tell you, I was just hysterical. Um... (laughs) I was like, you, I was like, this is like, Dan, Dan is like, oh, like, this isn't a whole experience. I was like, this isn't a whole thing. And we met like the characters down the Yellow Brick Road. Like, you see Glenda first, then you see the Scarecrow, then you see the Tin Man, then you see the Lion, and then you get to the Emerald City and they put on this whole Emerald City show. And it's just like, I was just like, this is the most above and beyond. I was just expecting to like wander and take some pictures. Like, I didn't think it was going to be like an experience. Oh, but it was. I want to go back. Oh my we gosh. Go we will go with you. Yes, Nevada. let's go. We oh will yeah. go. Can we? Yeah, we really want to go there. Oh my gosh. We've been talking about it. We have one of the actresses who plays Dorothy, who's going to be a part of our slipper hood, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah, so she's going to be a Is part of Is that the of one this. that looks like Judy Garland? She looks I mean, a lot I think she like does. Judy Garland. Yeah. Stephanie Toomey. Toomey is her last name. I think yeah. that's her. She was there. She was, she was jealous. She was jealous of my shoes. I have video of her. Actually, I can show you. If it's her, she was jealous of my shoes because they lit up. That, that is her. That is her. I know. When you said her name, I was like, that's the, that is Judy. <laughs> she is going to die. Oh, my God. That was this. And you know what's funny? Like, I had followed, like, the Land of Oz. And I had seen pictures of her. Like, you know, like, I follow the, the Instagram. But they were showing pictures of her before we went. And I was like. 
Dan, I was like, this girl looks just like Judy Garland. If I see her, I will lose it. And then she walked by me. And then I was like, she loves my shoes. I'm like, this is the real Dorothy. Cause like, who? I have to say this. You also are the best like audience member I think I've ever yes, witnessed. Ever. Like just explaining this experience yeah. and how enchanted you are and a dream oh. audience member. How do we get Tiffany to every one of our shows yeah. to put her in Anytime the Anytime I perform ever, um, you have a free You are the best audience <laughs> member ever. Um, oh, this is so beautiful. Beautiful. That's crazy. That is truly. Please. When you said it, I was like, "That's her. I, that's her. That's her." I was like, "That." And she, because my shoes were, I got those shoes from a regular choice. They, they have, they have glitter on them, but they light up also. And I was like, definitely wearing my light up Dorothy shoes to us. Okay, so if anyone is interested in a fashion consultant in the world, Tiffany of us, is your person. Just go to our show notes. <laughs> go to Tiffany; she will dress. That you. is just so crazy. The the small. It's such a small world. Wow. I mean, I I'm obsessed. Like, if she works at the Land of Oz and like she's like the coolest, like one of the coolest looking Dorothys there. Like she's insane. Like she looks like Judy. She's going back. She's going back. She'll yeah. be back there. This, this Let's, okay. They're like Listen. teasing some announcements right now. Have you been seeing this? They're like teasing. Like we have announcements. They're opening. They're gonna open. Let's go. Yeah. She was okay. my brother's coworker. That's how we know. Oh, her. you like know her? Know her? Yeah. My brother worked at Postmates, and she and is that where it was? Yeah. And he was like, my coworker is you. Like, you both love Oz and Judy Garland. You must meet her. And then we instantly were like, hey, girl, on yeah, Instagram, like, hey, how um, are you? you need to be on our podcast. Oh, my God. Like, you know her, know her. I only know her because, like, she's been a Dorothy and, like, she was there at the Oz and I follow the Land of Oz. And I'm like, this girl looks insane. Wow. So maybe we should have, like, a slipperhood party at the Land we of Oz. Should. Like, invite everyone in the slipperhood to come. All right. That's we're on it. it. We're on it. This is like, it's like a family reunion. <laughs> you guys have never been. Like, I want to go with you for the first time and be like, look. You could be our tour guide. You could be our tour guide, yeah. yes. I was insane when I went because I also took, like, all my sh- I took my wedding shoes. I took I took the shoes I was wearing. I took so much stuff with me because you can, like, it's a self-guided tour, so you can, like, take your time on the yellow brick road. And I was like, I'm taking pictures of my, in my wedding shoes on this, um, yellow brick road like i'm doing it so i had like people kept walking by and they're like you have a lot of like um shoes i'm like oh yeah i'm getting my time in y'all i'm getting all the content <laughs> i commend you that's amazing i will say going back to something you said earlier em and i did find a gingham jumpsuit on rent the runway we did <gasps> that we rented you and like you it. could buy it so i'm just saying this out loud to remind myself it's really to cute. send it to you it's a little like we were like this is a little out of our price range yeah but it's really cute. It's like a halter oh with a <gasps> You would look fantastic in it. Pants, pockets. Okay, I'm going to send that to you. Yeah. I'm just noting that. You would look amazing. We're exchanging fashion. <laughs> in the world of this is the fashion episode. I have the same calendar, by the way. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's May. <laughs> we have our Oz calendar. It's so much fun. Back. I love the colors. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Is there another character that you deeply identify with as well in the world of Oz? Or who is your other favorite characters? And it doesn't have to be from the MGM. You can go off-roading to, like, Dorothy Must Die. You can go wherever you'd like. Oh, we're off-roading now. Alphaba, then. Good God. Oz! Uh, because that is definitely my favorite musical in the world. Sorry, Wiz. I love the Wiz, but Wicked, like, stole my heart. I'm going to say Alphaba and Glinda in Wicked. Like, Glinda in Wicked is is probably, I love Alphaba, but God, I am, I am Glinda, God. Um, Dan, Dan and I, we've seen that show like eight or nine, I think nine times. And every time he's like, it's you. That's just. It's you. It's good it's to me. see me, isn't it? <laughs> it's Tiffany. It's Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, yeah, we know you love Alphabet, but like you are Glinda. And I'm like, you're probably right. That's I love it. I love that. I mean, Glinda would bedazzle her own pair of roller skates. Right? You can be a little bit of In character. (laughs) We will also send you, because I think you will appreciate this. So yesterday, we had to make a backup video. We're performing live via Zoom in this festival this weekend. But just in case, like, the Zoom gods don't work, we made a backup video. But we we are being so ridiculous. So we were just rehearsing. They asked us to do optimistic voices into Merry Old Land. So we were like... 
this feels like we're on a college quad just like singing i was like well why don't we make shiz university be our background we were at shiz university so we are just two like you know um hippy dippy shiz university students probably like dr dillman's you know best students just having time in the quad in the shiz quad it's I just, love that. We will send it to you. It's ridiculous. I can't wait to see it. We have it. a few nods to Wicked. 100%. It just was like 100%. so ridiculous. But like I live for these little crossover moments that we can find too that are just love so it. fun. Yes. I love that. But yeah, I would definitely say Wicked uh, characters. Um, I also like TikTok and I also like Jack Pumpkinhead. I'm going to say like The Marvelous Land of Oz is probably my favorite Oz book. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna re. I'm like re. I'm in the middle of rereading them right now. I haven't read them in a while, so I'm like maybe that might change. But right now, it's still it's still that one. I don't know. That one just I don't. It just entertains me so it. much. It's a good one. It's a good one. Can yeah. you? Do you? How do you feel about like Ozma's fashion? Because I'm kind of obsessed with Ozma. She's yeah, yeah. I actually I have a, I had a friend just send me an Ozma headband that I've like wanted for my entire life, and she like surprised me and like sent it to me. You um, have an Ozma headband. All right, listen, I'll get it. Uh, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to pull my leg. I'll get it. Okay. So the requirement for this headband was I needed it to be fashionable that I could wear it like anywhere so I didn't want the buns right. I, I have the buns. She has the buns I have the buns and they are a statement because that's like a cosplay but I was like what if I just wanted to like wear this with an outfit on a regular basis yes and that's what I was like I want just like I want just this so it can be like oh you know I'm just gonna go out to the party or to restaurant or wherever. A little nod. It's perfect. It's a sneaky little nod. Let me just describe this for our listeners. But this is phenomenal. It is a headband, golden headband piece that's like a halo Mm -hmm. with the O on the center and the Z is inside Mm -hmm. of the O. So it's it's like a subtle, like, (laughs) it's a subtle acknowledgement of you have royalty in your presence. You should bow down. This is the princess of Oz who's walking through your mist. Mm -hmm. So please... Uh, Please, please act please accordingly. Please know that. <laughs> but yes, it could be worn with anything. Anything! That is what I was going for because I was like, I need it to be fashionable. I need it to be something I can wear in my everyday wardrobe. Out, anywhere. I just want to like look like Ozma. So I'm just going to like make some Ozma casual outfits maybe and then just like rock my casual Ozma headband and then, you know, live my best Ozma life. You know, Dorothy, I live my best Dorothy life, you know, 99% of the time, but that 1%, I can be Ozma. I love it. I love it. I'm starting to... Support. I'm starting to fall. I mean, I'm a a good witch girl. Like, I'm all about the good witches. And I'm also really, like, intrigued by Ozma. I can't wait till we... When we... We're going to go back to the books and get back into um, the furthering of the bombs, like, whole extensive library of characters. I can't wait to, like, spend more time with Ozma. Yeah, she's a special one. Yeah. She's a special one. Yeah. Do you guys watch Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz? Haven't yet, but you told me to watch it. The the cartoon, right? Yes. It is precious. Yes, I've heard this. It is perfect because Warner Brothers owns it. It's Warner Brothers. So, like, they can introduce a whole new fandom into actual Oz by bringing in that MGM base. So it has like the score of the movie in the background the whole time. And then the lion, Tin Man, and Scarecrow are like caricatures of the actors of the movie. So like the Tin Man will be like, Dorothy. And like, (laughs) and the lion will be like, like, (laughs) but it's literally so exaggerated and adorable. And like, so, so it's like the characters you recognize from the movie. She's got her ruby red slippers on. You know, it looks like the Oz, like, set up kind of like from the movie. And it's got those three characters you recognize and they sound like it. And the music in the background is like it, like that score. But it's the book characters all around. And they go through adventures and, like, her best friend is Ozma. And Ozma's like, Dorothy's like, you know, Queen Ozma, you know? And she's, like, hanging out. And they've got, like, like... All the, they have the wheelers and like all like these people from the books, like just around like doing stuff in different episodes and it's great. And her relationship with 
the Wicked Witch, she has like a niece. Is it the Wicked Witch's niece? I think it's her niece. And she's like trying to like get Dorothy's shoes. But like for her aunt. But like she, she's 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 not like strictly evil. So sometimes they'll like team up for some some things. And she's got her like her her monkey pals that kind of like or her henchmen that kind of like follow her around. And their names are Lyman and Frank. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. That's adorable. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the two names of the monkeys. And I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, there we go. A little nod. I need to, to watch this. Yeah, this. It is so cute. It's on Boomerang. I don't know if it's on HBO Max yet, but man, we got a Boomerang subscription just to watch all of them. We we don't have it anymore because I caught up and I don't know if they're gonna make more they haven't like ended the show but there hasn't been new episodes but like we literally got boomerang for a few months just to watch every episode because we were obsessed with it it's so cute it's like the one thing I recommend to people if they want to get their kids into Oz I recommend it for people who already love Oz because it's just so perfect yeah, they did a really good job with that cartoon. I loved the old, the old, old '90s <laughs> cartoon. Where oh my god, it is also like they're definitely like imitating the film, but like Dorothy is a little bit more like she looks like they also mashed Judy Garland with like Belle and Ariel. Oh, oh. Like, they like made a little bit more of like a princess body. Okay, for, like all right for like Dorothy. Like she definitely is giving me like princess princess vibes. vibes. Um. And they, like, yeah, they just, like, made her more of a princess. But there's, like, an old... I I used to watch it in the morning when I was a kid. It was on, like, the cartoon channels, whatever I used to watch on Saturday mornings. It's it's all on YouTube. You could watch it now. Oh, my it, God, I'm going to now. It is... I'll send it to you. It's so okay. weird and wonderful, and they're just imitating the film. I love it. Have you um seen Tom and Jerry, Wizard of Oz? No, oh my god, that's gosh. another one. I haven't watched it, but we know, okay. we know about so it. So when I was making these skates, I was just putting random stuff on. That was one of the things that I watched last oh summer god. when I was making these skates. It's so good. It's good. It's yeah, so good. Jitterbug references, crack. It's literally the MGM film, but like you didn't know Tom and Jerry were there the whole time. So it's the movie. In cartoon form. And, like, there'll be moments where Tom and Jerry will be like, well, you were here, you just didn't see us, kind of a thing. Oh, I love that. That is so funny. I need to cancel everything in my life so that I can just watch all, all of these the, All this content. <laughs> I need to quit my yeah. life. There's so much. Like, we will be doing this until Forever. we... Yeah, I was like, this is a 90, lifetime 95. endeavor. There's just so much good stuff. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, as we're entering perhaps a new season of life, I mean, the pandemic is still, like, ongoing, right? Yes. But it does yeah. feel like we're entering a new a new era, hopefully, and we're all looking forward with optimism. Um, as we enter that season, where are you on your own personal yellow brick road? And where are you heading? Like, what, what unknowns are ahead for you? And what are you excited about yeah. on your road? Um, I'm hoping to, like... Honestly, just hoping to like book more roles because, <laughs> you know, I haven't really been doing much of acting in the past year or so. Anyway, you know, do more projects with people, maybe like get more creative juices flowing, get in that. That's like something I really want to do. I also want to get better at roller skating. So, you know, I'm going to keep doing that on a regular basis because I want to I want to be one of those cool roller skaters. You can like dance and skate backwards and stuff. Oh, you are on your way. One of my favorite <laughs> movies. Oh, my God. I'm forgetting the name of it. Whip whip It? Whip It. Is that it? Oh, I haven't seen that, but I do know it. Yes. I know it. I, I, I know loved it. it. In college, that was my go-to. Ooh, I just put it on in the background. It's about derby girls. Uh-huh. Roller which, derby? Oh, my God. Yeah. Roller derby is like... Is that Drew Barrymore? Oh, my gosh. No. no. It's... um. It's oh, like Elliot, 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 Elliot Page. Elliot. Elliot Page. Yes. Elliot Page. Yes. Love Elliot Page. Um, such. Uh, that's what, it was one of my favorite films in college. I watched it all the time. Oh, okay. my God. We'll have to check that out. I remember when it came out, but I never watched it. The soundtrack is fun, too. I used to listen to the soundtrack all the time. It's a lot of, like, angsty, like, you want to punch someone music. <laughs> So if you're feeling if you're feeling like you need a little outlet, it's a good one to like rage to. It's great. I love that. Okay. 
Awesome. Yeah. I love that you're going to be roller skating down your yellow brick road. Oh. Yeah, I just, I really just, I've always wanted to be good at roller skating. Um, I've always wanted my own pair. I remember like, I think it was 2019 or 2018 before the pandemic even hit. My friend and I went to a Disney roller skating party um, that they hosted at the local roller skating rink that D23, the Disney fan club like hosted. And we went and um, we were talking about like having our own roller skates. And I was like, yeah, I really just I want my own roller skates. But like nobody makes them. And she's like, you want you want Ruby Red ones, huh? And I was like, yes. And she's like, just make them. And I'm like, yeah, but who has the time? <laughs> And the uh, pandemic <laughs> and then the pandemic hit so then i was like this is it this is the sign i needed i guess <laughs> oh my god well, we're just so happy that we got to talk to you today T- tiffany yeah. and like it's been so great i feel like we've been in each other's corners on social media which has been so fun and you are such a queen of social media it is so fun oh. to watch please tutor us. Yeah. tutor us tutor please. us <laughs> thank you yeah social media has been a fun outlet, a fun creative outlet for me the past few years. I'm like really thankful that like Instagram exists because without it, I don't think I would have found like so much of the communities that I've been a part of. Um, I found most of my like best friends through the Disney community from Instagram and like they've literally just been my life now. It's crazy how how social media has changed my life. That's how we met you. That's how we met you. That is like, we often like are, especially last season when we were like really like using like Oz themes and metaphors to like break down our life. We would be, we would talk about social media a lot because it does feel like it's like Mm -hmm. a little bit of witchcraft. Like it could be a good witch and it could be a bad witch, but like you are the definition of using it as a good witch. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It's, it's my happy place. Yes. Your page brings me so much joy. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. I love it. I like that. I could just like be myself on that thing and people are like, Oh, we like this. Yeah. It's nice. Is there anything you'd like to tell our listeners and us too, so that we know how to support you or like what to look out for that's on the horizon for you? Um, I guess just follow my social. My main one is just follow the yellow brick girl on Instagram and, you know, hang out, send messages, you know, comments, and we can, like, connect on there. It's it's a great place for connections. Yeah. I'm glad I found you guys, too. Like, literally, last year when I was doing that, was it, like, when I was doing that Oz Week? Was that when I, like, discovered you guys? Yes. You guys were, like, just gearing up. It was, like, probably the most perfect timing. But I, like, made that, like, Oz fun week, and then I was like, oh, there's a podcast and that was that was it. Now we're here uh, to stay in your life forever. <laughs> well, I think we need to be planning a trip to North Carolina. To I think North we Carolina. have some things to do. Yeah. We have lots of things to do. This is definitely like a priority one. We got to get ourselves to that Land of Oz park and yeah, it would be so cool to do like a live episode or something. Yes. Uh it's 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 so fun. I don't know if you saw my story. I have them all my stories for the Land of Oz are on my highlights. I did not I like recorded everything. I I literally was like I need to remember this forever. I'm just going to record everything. I like soaked in a lot, but I was like I'm documenting this entire experience because also it's it's a it's not a place people can just go to usually unless you live in that vicinity <laughs> it's not a place you can get to by a boat yeah. no we're very grateful because we've watched remember that like youtube video we watched oh my gosh we've definitely done all this it was not very land of Oz. yeah it was funny we watched a bunch of like travel bloggers who've gone there and like do like their whole spiel and take but also like i love when it was abandoned like i am here for we the abandoned are obsessed part with that. like yeah. i love that it was just like this amusement park that no kind one touched creepy. for like 20 yeah. years so when i went i found out that they have always had like for the past forever they've always had gatherings at the land of oz and there's like people who like actually keep that park together since like the 90s they've been meeting up so i think whoever was exploring when it was abandoned it was the off season like because they were like they were like some of it was in disarray like the yellow brick road people were like taking the bricks and stuff like that but like in general like 
they were just like, because I asked about that and they were like, well, I think those are the times when it was just like now when like no one's really there, you know, so you jump over and it's just kind of like spooky and the like the winter, you know, but also like the 70s are such a distinct time. This is when this park was such like a time made. I mean, if you look at the old photos, Dorothy is in the shortest dress I've ever seen Dorothy yeah. ever. And like, it's yeah. just super how do like it's like it's that 70s like costume i think they said also like the first costume was like a waitress like outfit from like a restaurant or something they had like an apron yeah it's a very interesting like aesthetic like it's kind of the books and kind of the movies it's like somewhere in between so i think that like even just like looking back at like what it was is very confusing now like we're like what what was what style was this but it's kind of amazing now it's like culty almost oh i love it i'm obsessed like they're obsessed the lion and like tin man costumes are horrifying oh my god yes horrifying i obsessed with those lion and tin man costumes (laughs) i love them I can't wait to go. Can't wait to go. So we'll see you there, okay? Yeah, we'll meet you there. Yeah, we should literally plan this. Like, I'm serious. We should plan to go and meet up and, like, get a hotel and do this thing. Yes. All right. Sounds good. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, hold us to it, everybody. Make sure this happens. Uh, I'm like, I have, I have some questions for you guys actually, before we go, what, uh, made you guys want to do the podcast? I've always wanted to like, know, like, what was your, when you guys were like, you know what, we should just do this. We should just do this podcast. Like, what was it that made you guys want to do it? Well, okay. So backstory, I mean, we met doing Sister Act, the musical back in 2014, Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we had met a little bit before that, actually. We had a lot of mutual friends in the New York theater world. And I feel like just right away we both knew we loved Oz. Like, day one, it just came up. I don't even remember how. Well, we would would have, like lunch breaks on tour like all over the world like or all over the country (laughs) yeah um like random malls and places you know like and we would always find ourselves in the children's section looking at wizard of oz books or like oh i bought one yeah yeah, like it was like a safe space for us to get away from like tour lifestyle which can be like very draining it was like our like little refuge that we like noticed we had in common we're like oh this is funny that we both end up in children's bookstores (laughs) on our lunch break like that's really funny (laughs) So, yeah, we had that little connection there, and then mm-hmm. we um, we wa- found, like, we, she was rereading the books. Um, about end of 2019. End of 2019, and I was like, I want to join you. I was jealous, so I was like, I want to <laughs> join you, and I would love to talk to you about, like, what we're reading. Like, we were on opposite schedules at the time. We were living together, but, like, pre-pandemic, we didn't, there would be days where I didn't see you, because it's just, that's the lifestyle in yeah, New York. running around. So, we had these amazing conversations that were just like, oh my God, this is such life nourishment. And then we're falling down these rabbit holes, especially with the Ruby slippers and that whole, like the saga of like where the the shoes are. We're like, oh my God, this is so fun. That's really, yeah, that sparked a lot. That sparked a lot. Of like, wait, we need to know the history and like know our facts. Right. And And then it led into. And then like, there's just kind of like a lack of, I think like, you know, like, Harry Potter is huge still, right? Like, there's a lot of, like, amazing preservation conversations. Like, there's all this, like, fandom around, like, Star Wars, Harry Potter. There's not a lot for Wizard of Oz in our age group. People don't even know there was a book. Yeah, so it's just like... How insane is that? When people say... It was a book, and I'm like, a book series. And they're like, a series? And I'm like, one of the first, one of the first attempts at world building. Yeah. Not done well, but like, it was, it was one of Not the first. Consistent. It was like the original Harry Potter. That's what I tell it people. Really was. It really was. It really so was. We were like, oh my gosh, like, I, we felt responsibility in a weird way too of like, oh, if we do do this, we can maybe be a part of bringing it to young generations. Cause I actually do have a fear that it, if people don't care for it, it's going it to get away. left behind. And right? it is in that really sensitive area right now where it's the movie is still super iconic, but it's not this like we don't we haven't had like a 50th anniversary like when we were like babes. Like yeah. I was I was only 2 when that happened. M wasn't even born yet, but that was like that 50th Oh my god, you babies. Yeah. That that like that 50th anniversary <laughs> spawned like a whole I think like, you know, 90s generation 
of being welcomed into yeah. this. If that kind of excitement isn't generated around Wizard of Oz, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm wondering, like, I'm like, does a six-year-old know? I asked my, I have chess students. I, t- I tutor chess in the city. I usually sneak in Wizard of Oz. I'm like, do you know what I'm talking about? And oh, I usually do like. I do it in my guitar no, classes all the time. Know. My friend's daughter hadn't seen it. And I was like, what? What are you doing? And she was like, we failed. I'm like, I was like, and then when she watched it, she was kind of bored. And I was like, you got to get them young. And that's the thing. Like, it's probably going to be harder to get younger kids because it is like, it's out. It's, it's not what they're used to seeing in their, you know, forms of like adventure fantasy mediums. It's going to be a specific style. CGI. So like, I'm just so grateful. The, The reason I love Wizard of Oz is I had grandparents pretty much raise me in like, how what I what I watched like they were my like here's what we're gonna watch like Curators. Shirley Temple like you know yeah. just like yeah. all old school stuff that I always say this I thought Shirley Temple was my contemporary I did not know she was from the 30s I love that. like I so did not much. understand that like my little classmates in kindergarten were the pink Power Ranger yellow Power Ranger for Halloween I was like let me be Shirley. Like, you know, like I just, <laughs> I didn't understand that it wasn't a, po- she wasn't pop culture. Like she was my pop culture. And right. then of course, like Wizard of Oz was a huge part of this too. Um, so like, I just hope like these, these worlds can stay. And like, also what we want to do is honor how problematic so many of these films and like, also like Oz right. is problematic in itself too. honor yeah. that. Because if that's something that like, I think, you know, it's easy to just, Push Sweep it under the rug. Stuff under the rug. Yeah. But, like, we want to hold it and show how you can do that lovingly and still love the good of something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but acknowledge. Acknowledge, it. like, there's a lot of shady stuff. Especially, like, the movie is, like... There's whoa, so... There's mm-hmm. so much. I mean, that was literally Hollywood in that time, too. Like, everything about Hollywood in the 30s, 40s, and 50s was just the most shisty shady thing you're just like i don't know if i would have lasted no i wouldn't i wouldn't have lasted we like talking to we talked to buddy epson's daughter and incredible conversation with her Mm -hmm. she talked a lot about her aunt who was dropped by mgm because buddy and his sister vilma entered together as a dancing team Mm -hmm. and she got a few contracts and then because she wasn't eleanor powell dropped um, and she was like an exquisite dancer, had to just kind of like, you know, make do with that. And like Buddy was up against a lot to begin with. And he was a white guy. So it's like, a ma- yeah. like you know, like he's you're witnessing a white guy having issues. Like, of course, the, the girl in this situation is going to be like, all right, I'm out. Like, right. you know, kind right. of thing. So, God, like it's just it just felt brutal. It felt like you had to treat yourself like a machine, which some of that still is today. Yes. Like we still feel that carries today. Over. Yeah. It carries over. Um, but like, so no protection, like absolutely yeah. no protection for the actors or any creatives. Yeah. If you weren't yeah. Louis B. Mayer at MGM, you, you like, you know, there's an insecurity. I think that was always hovering over your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, did you read the, um, this was Hollywood or that was Hollywood uh-huh. mm-hmm. that when they were talking about the casting couch, I was just like, like Shirley, when they, he exposed himself to Shirley Temple and she like laughed at him. And I was just like, I was like, God, these people were out of control. And Terrible. like the girls never talked about any of it. That story yeah. with, so, um, I was like normal. yeah, Cora Sue Collins, right? Like her story yeah. is like outrageous that she didn't talk. We talked about this in one of our episodes that she didn't talk about, any of this until her like 80s that's wild crazy it was normalized yeah you either chose to do it or you didn't yeah yeah you you didn't talk about it yeah yeah it's wild that like we've come so far but we still have so far to go but it's just crazy to me these men have never been held accountable that's right. Right. They've never really had to suffer any consequences until Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. This is like the first like massive person yeah. we're witnessing go to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Like no one has really ever had consequences. consequences. I mean like real consequences like Harvey Weinstein level. Not just level. slap on the Not wrist. just like, yeah. oh, you can't have a career anymore, but you can live out the rest of your life with all your millions of dollars that you made off of this industry and also profiting off of like, you know, people mm-hmm. in this industry. Um, we've never held any of these people accountable. So I think that is shifting 
And like Gen Z Slowly. is on it. So yeah. Gen Z. <laughs> I'm like Gen Z. Thank you. Cut everything down. Go for it. <laughs> Gen Z is li- like on a rampage now. We're just like watching it like, all right, get it, Gen Z. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go after go it. Go ahead. My little sister is Gen Z and she, I'm like, yes, run the world. Like, go for it. They are not You're afraid. <laughs> like, I was in a call last, I was in a circle last night with my um, circle hood group and we were, we had um, four leaders come in doing like citizen and artistry work with us. And we were saying, like, the difference between, like, the millennials, like, I wanted to be a good girl. Like, I just wanted to be a good girl. Gen Z, they're like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> like it's like a total, like, <laughs> they don't care. They don't give a shit. Like, I wanted like, to be the yeah. most likable person. Like, that was what we were fed. Like, I still do what you're struggle told. with that. I still struggle yeah. with it. Like, do what you were told. But, yeah. but, but, like, they're, like, ripping that, like, yeah. down. Like, mm-hmm. they question everything and, like, also yeah. go, like, why? Like, I didn't question half of these things as a kid because I didn't know I could. I didn't even know yeah, I that could. wasn't a thing you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love it. Well, I'm so glad you guys could tell me that. I'm glad I could interview you. Oh, my God. <laughs> but this was so great. Mm-hmm. We're so happy we got to connect. And I'm sure there's going to be loads of future, like, connection collaborations yes. down the line. I would love it. It's so fun talking to you guys. We should always talk. Let's do, let's just have like, let's just have some Zoom dates. We would love that. Thank you so much for listening to Down the Yellow Brick Pod. If you are feeling frisky with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a glowing rate and review. Each person who leaves us a review will be entered to win our end-of-the-season Oz giveaways, including a gift basket of musical adaptation goods, which, trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you. Until next time, catch us at Down the Yellow Brick Pod in our Technicolor scrapbook on IG and partying on our Patreon. Gratitude to our patrons of present and future for making more magic possible. Let's escape to Oz soon, okay? TTYL!